Uh, let's move on now to our fourth uh, game worth discussing. The Washington football team beat the 49ers 23-15. to Ryan, just how good is this Washington defense? If you can win without your offense scoring any touchdowns, you're pretty good. So <laughs> it wasn't even that they, you know, held the 49ers to a low, you know, low gains defensively. It's that they scored on a pick six and then a, a strip six fumble recovery. Uh, Chase Young, congrats to him on his first NFL touchdown. Uh, yeah, they looked really good. And if defense travels, which I think is the saying, or maybe it's the run game, I don't know. <laughs> but um, but if it does, uh, they could be a hard out both in the uh, in these last three games and in the playoffs. Yeah, honestly, the Washington football team's defensive line might be the most scrumptious thing in the NFC East, in all honesty. I mean, it's just scary. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, we, we do love scrumptious. But um, yeah, Alex Smith, he went out with an injury, and that brought uh, the starter from week one, Dwayne the Haskins Haskins, back to play quarterback. So if this injury makes Smith you know, miss a game or two, do you think the football team can win with Haskins? Um, yeah, before I answer a question, actually, it just popped my mind. All the, all the week one starters in the NFC East actually aren't starters anymore. Whoa. At least as of last week, you know, Dwayne Haskins, and then ended up being Alex Smith, Cowboys, Dak Prescott's now Andy Dalton, Eagles was Carson Wentz, now it's Jalen Hurts, then Giants, it was Daniel Jones, and for a couple games at least it was Colt McCoy. So wow. anyway, anyway, sorry to answer the question. Um, I don't know if they can actually, at least in a limited amount. I saw the Washington football team's game over the 49ers. But, you know, he's had a whole week to prepare. I'm certainly rooting for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, same here. Uh, man, uh, Washington plays Seattle this week. Sorry, it took me a second to think of that. So that could be a challenge. But if their defense plays uh, as well as they did this week, then I think that they can make an argument or that there's an argument to be made that you don't need that good of an offensive performance. You just need a, you know, a strong defensive showing, and then maybe they can uh, stun Seattle like the uh, Giants did a few weeks ago. Yeah, definitely. All right, moving on now to our next game. We're discussing Buccaneers over Vikings, twenty-six to fourteen. As we mentioned above, Dan Bailey left ten points off the board. Do you think there's any job less safe than that of an NFL kicker? I mean, NFL-wise, I would say no. Uh, it is the job with the least security. Um, you look at uh, Zane Gonzalez, who he was kicking for uh, Arizona up until last week when uh, he got replaced by someone whose name I can't think of right now. But um, but yeah, I would say that you know it's there's not a lot of job security. So so yeah, it's uh, got to be pretty stressful to be an NFL kicker. I totally agree. Like you said, NFL-wise, I don't think you know there's not a whole lot of job security for an NFL kicker. Because mm-hmm. if you have a bad game, you could get cut. Right. Whereas if, I don't know, quarterback, even punter, really, if you have a bad game, you're probably safe for the, at least the next game. Yeah, certainly. And uh, last game worth discussing briefly, uh, Bears 
beat the Texans by 29 whole points. Did we write off the Bears too early when we eliminated them last week? We may have, actually. They're only one game outside the playoff now. And next week they go against the Vikings, but which uh, both teams are 6-7. and seven. So they're still in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just thinking how like this doesn't compare at all to the AFC where the uh, the Ravens are the team that would miss the playoffs and they're like 8 and 5 is that right? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, but uh I don't know. I mean the Bears they can make an argument or well I've said make an argument a lot this episode, but I, <laughs> I say that they're still alive. I take back what I said last week because I I played around with the uh, playoff machine and um if they had the same record as Arizona, uh, they would have the tiebreaker over them, and Arizona currently holds that seventh spot. So, I mean, like you said, the Vikings game is huge next week, but, um, yeah, I'd say that they have both played themselves out and then right back in. Yeah, definitely. So let's move on to our, our next segment now of overreactions. Ryan, want to get started? Uh, sure. Uh, Drew Locke, who... Had a big performance in Carolina. He will be the starting quarterback next year in Denver. Is this an overreaction? I don't think it is. I think Drew Locke will definitely start next year in Denver. Um, I see a lot of, yeah, I think he has a high ceiling personally, a lot of upside in his game. He's young. And, you know, John Elway and Denver have been searching for a quarterback for a while, it seems like. It's like, you know what? You have a guy, let's stick with him. Mm-hmm. I agree. I don't think it's an overreaction. Uh, he might not be the quarterback of the future, but I do think this year's perform or pardon this this week's performance is enough to, you know, secure him a spot for at least the starting job to start in the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Alright, overreaction or potential overreaction number two. The Washington football team will win a playoff game. For me, this is an overreaction. The NFC East uh, is still up for discussion. Uh, if the Giants win a game and the football team loses, then the Giants get in because they have the tiebreaker. If the Eagles pull off some Jalen Hurts magic and get back into the play, they have a tie, so that can serve as a tiebreaker. Um, so I'm just not certain that the uh, the football team can win their division. So, So I don't think that... Well, obviously, if they don't win their division, they won't be in play for a uh, playoff game at all. So since I'm not confident about that, overreaction. Yep, I definitely agree. I think it's an overreaction. Um, yeah, I mean, they might not even make the playoffs, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, overreaction three of four. Uh, the three worst teams in the league, which are the Jets, Jaguars, and Bengals, <laughs> None of them will win a game for the rest of the year. Ooh, that's a tough question. I'm going to say... I'm going to say it's not an overreaction. I don't think the Jets... Yeah, Jets will lose to all their... The Rams, Browns, and Pats. And Cincinnati, and they play Steelers... Texans and Ravens, I don't see a win there either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I'm going to say it's not an overreaction either. Uh, all three of these teams are uh, double-digit underdogs going into next week's matchups. Uh, the one game that I'm curious about is Jacksonville versus the uh, the Indianapolis Colts because that is their one win this year. So if they can pull, you know, pull another miracle and beat them, I don't know. I'm still saying it's not an overreaction. I think these teams will go 0-9 over the next three weeks, but I do have my <laughs> eye on that Week 17 uh, Jags-Colts game. Yeah, and the pa- Patriots only beat the Jets by three when they played them last, so that's, that's true, I forgot. <clears throat> All right, last overreaction or potential overreaction. The NFL MVP is someone who does ads for State Farm. Meaning Pat Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that uh, that Patrick Price and the Rodgers Raider really helping them out on the field. So I would say yeah. And if I had to pick between one of these two, it would probably be Aaron Rodgers, who's quietly having a, another really good season. Uh, Patrick Mahomes had three interceptions in uh in Miami this week. He got sacked for a thirty yard loss. The magic just wasn't there, and Aaron Rodgers has been consistent all year. So I would say that it's not an overreaction. It'll likely be one of those two people, and if I had to pick one, it's uh, the discount double-checker himself. Yeah, um, I don't think that's an overreaction at all. I think one of them will, will win MVP. I, I'd also say Derrick Henry has a chance, too. He's certainly very valuable to the Titans, and their offense would certainly not be as strong as it would be without him. I think Aaron Rodgers should get the award, but I think Pat Mahomes will because they like statistics, and Pat Mahomes brings the stats. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Uh, yeah. Uh, sorry, the Chiefs, they have two of the four uh, leading leaders and receiving yards this year which is just crazy to think about so you know Patrick Mahomes has got to be putting up some like really big numbers so that that does go with your statistics point yeah well let's move on now to game balls um let's start with our quarterback game ball we decided to give it to Jalen Hurts of the Eagles he's one for one for career wins and one for one with career game balls Yep. Uh, well done, Jalen Hurts. Uh, running back of the week is Cam Akers of the Rams. Uh, it was once a three-back committee that ran for the Rams, but uh, Akers, he's taken over that starting spot. He looked good doing it, 171 yards, and a, uh, and a win. Very good. Yeah, our wide receiver of the week is Stefan Diggs of the Bills. He's the only receiver in the league with 100 receptions, so that's good enough for us. Mm-hmm. Defensive player of the week. I thought about giving it to Chase Young, and maybe I should have, but it's going to Kenny Moore of the Colts. He made an incredible one-handed Odell Beckham-esque interception, and that might be, you know, the defensive play of the year. So, defensive player of the week. Yeah, and our special teams game ball goes to none other than Justin Tucker of the Baltimore Ravens. First game-winning 55-yard field goal over the Browns. To some non-NFL stuff now, uh, 
Starting with the big news out of the MLB, the Cleveland Indians will change their name. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I cer- certainly understand you know, why they're doing it. I think it's a good reason. Um, not sure what they should switch to. I heard Cleveland Spires thrown around because that was a team in the early 1900s, I believe. Um, I think the Cleveland River Fire would be exciting. <laughs> historically accurate. <laughs> Maybe not the most glamorous, but, you know, makes light of a bad situation, I guess. <laughs> oh, man. I love that. I mean, I had a point about them becoming a Cleveland baseball team, but the Cleveland River <laughs> Fire. <laughs> I, I love that. They should seriously do that. And, uh, like you said, making light of a bad situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the SEC uh, will be moving from CBS to ABC in 2024. Any thoughts? Uh, I'm going to miss the uh, SEC on CBS intro music. Uh, mm. I don't know. It's, it's just really exciting. It gets you in a good mood or like a good mood to watch, you know, a high profile football game. The, uh, the ABC intro, it, it just doesn't have that same thing. But other than that, you know, good move, and uh, I look forward to watching some SEC on ABC. Ooh, bars. But yeah, I'll miss the intro music as well, but, you know, should be should be interesting to see SEC on ABC. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Columbus crew have won the 2020 MLS Cup despite both of our predictions. Otherwise... Uh, <laughs> How big of an asterisk is there going to be on their title compared to those in other leagues? Yeah. Well, at least I'm consistent with my bad predictions. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think there's as much of an asterisk as perhaps MLB. Just my thoughts. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, the MLB, the season was like really shortened, 60 versus 162 games, eight-team playoff. It was just really different. The MLS, it was a little bit different. They played less games. They had to use points percentage to decide who made the playoff. And one of the, uh, the East had 10 teams in the playoff. So I think it's a bit different, and there is an asterisk, but it's not like a huge one, like, like you said, with the MLB. Yeah, that's a good point. The Champions League draw was held Monday. Who has the best chance to pull a first-round upset, and who will win? Hmm. Uh, no real analysis here, so this probably means it's going to be correct. Uh, <laughs> man, I'm I'm so humble, but I'm I'm going with uh, <laughs> I'm going to take Sevilla over uh, Dortmund in this mm-hmm. first round. Uh, Sevilla, they've won the. Uh, Europa League last year, so they know how to win in these competitions. Uh, they played Bayern well in the uh, in the Super Cup, so I think that uh, that'll translate over when they play another top German side. And uh, yeah, I like Sevilla in round one. I'm gonna go with um, not really any thought here, but Atletico over Chelsea because Athletic players are good soccer players usually and that's what i think of when i see athletico fair enough and uh i forgot the second half of the question but i will say that um huh 
I will take uh, Man City to win Champions League. The team that wouldn't have been in it uh, if, you know, money wasn't involved, I guess. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think they'll win. I'm going to say Bayern's going to win it all again. Fair enough. I mean, it's it's hard to bet against them. They're pretty good. But uh, uh, moving on to women's basketball, the NCAA Women's Basketball Tournament will be held at a central location, and it's presumably in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, do you have any opinions on this? I think it's proactive to say that and plan for it now, and I think it's a wise move, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't really like it when the men when the men's side did it, but looking at the changes that have come, like with our coronavirus cases around the country now, hopefully they go down by March when, you know, the madness begins. But with like, uh, I believe 10% of the men's teams are like paused now due to, um, like due to cases within their program. So if it's similar with the women's team, I do like the idea of, you know, centralized bubble location. So I've come around on the idea. Staying with women's basketball, Tara Vanderveer is now the winningest coach in NCAA women's basketball history with 1,099 victories. Really impressive stuff. Uh, just for context, uh, Dawn Staley, who uh, is, you know, Loved by a lot of South Carolina Gamecocks. She only, which I guess this is relative, only has 481 coaching victories. But the fact that someone has more than double that, very impressive. And huge congratulations to uh, Vanderveer out at Stanford. Giannis Antetokounmpo, I'm sorry, but uh, he signed a five-year Supermax extension to stay in Milwaukee. Uh, do you like Giannis's choice? I do like it, actually. I think the organization has done a lot to help him out. I think the Bengals should take note of helping out their superstar. <laughs> and um, they had great trades over the offseason. And you know, clearly Giannis likes what he sees from these preseason practices. And it's nice to see him um, stay with the Bucks still. Mm-hmm. Roasting all of the Ohio cities today. But, uh... <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I, I like Giannis's choice because it shows loyalty. I mean, you don't see that too much in the NBA. It's just where can I go to win a title or play with other really good players. Uh, I like the loyalty. And like you said, uh, I think it's Milwaukee's investment to help Giannis sort of pay off. Uh, you know, they, they surround him with good players and he will stay there through at least 2024, I think so. Yeah, I, I, I respect the decision. Yeah. If you are a viewer from Ohio, by the way, um, I'm not throwing shit at you. I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> I have family in Ohio that I love very much. <laughs> so anyway, um, no sports context with this question, but Taylor Swift released yet another album last week. Ryan, what is your favorite Taylor Swift album? Hmm. Uh, for me, it's up to two. I like uh, 1989. That was really good. But uh, ultimately, I'm going to go with the Fearless album, her oh, second gosh. one. Uh, two of like the greatest hits, uh, Love Story and You Belong With Me, the songs that you sort of memorized by accident. So yep. uh, I will say Fearless. Yep, definitely by accident, not playing it all day long. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I was going to say Fearless as well. Um, 
and 15, the song 15 as well, I'd add to it. Um, so yeah, Fearless is my favorite as well.